This is the most beautiful time of the year, isn't it? Why? Why do you think it's the most beautiful time? Anyone? It's Christmas, man. How many of you did your shopping? Nobody shops? Or you did your shopping on, what, Black Friday? You know, it's quite an insult. Eh? They call it Black Friday. No wonder people fight in the shopping centers, eh? because it's a Black Friday. How many of you were rushing at the shops? You know, every year, Black Friday, I do this. I watch the television. I used to be a pastor in a church, and one day I caught one of my leaders with his face at the window waiting to rush in. And I said, you know what I saw on your face? Greedy. You know, did you know on last Black Friday, they interviewed a person and he waited 27 hours for the shop to open. 27. How many of you came seven minutes earlier? Shopping center, we can go 27 hours early. Come to church, we are 27 minutes late. He tells something, eh? It tells us how much we love the shopping center or how much we love Jesus. Amen? But I'm not here to preach that. I'm here to preach this morning on reflections of Christmas. Do you know that Christmas has lost its meaning today? Today, Christmas is identified by shoppings, lightings, singing, caroling, drinking, late nights. That's not Christmas. Christmas is the most beautiful time of creation. Do you know, the Bible says the world was in darkness. Darkness. You know, when you're in a dark room, you find for a switch. And when you hit the switch, wow, light comes on. The world was in utter darkness. And Father God sent the light of the world. Amen? The light of the world came. My heart goes out for a lot of young people today. The world in its marketing skills have marketed Christian in a different context. Yesterday, my wife and I was at a shopping mall and I looked at people rushing and buying. Some people are buying beyond their purchasing power. We call it credit buying. eh? We buy first, pay later. Buy plastic, pay cash. eh? Some people are buying because the pressure is we got to give a gift. And today the gifts are not cheap. eh? Amen? Today electronic gifts are expensive, man. People were buying gifts to give. Then you see people stressed out with kids. And then you wonder, is this Christmas? Joy to the world. The Lord has come. I didn't see any joy in the shopping center. I saw so much of stress, anxiety, so much of pressure, so much of heaviness. Just to wait for 25th December. And then 26th December, we get an adrenaline rush. We go to Boxing Day sales. And then come to 31st January, you wait one more rush for New Year's Eve. And then the rest of the year, you work and pay back all the bills. Is that Christmas? I don't know. I, I feel sad because I have kids. My kids are also growing up. And when I look at them, I always ask them, what, what do you see Christmas is? And my kid said this, Daddy, 
the world, everyone is doing the same thing. And I thought this word came into my mind. Shouldn't the influence of God be stronger in us than the influence of the world? If you wanted to change the world, then you can't follow them. But you have to get the influence of God to change that world. Amen? But sad to say we are all caught in that fervor and that waves. Eh? Just go do everything. I'm not an anti-Christmas celebration guy. I love Christmas. Eh? Look at me. I've got the white beard. How many of you have? Yesterday, the kid told me, hey, you look like Santa Claus. But I love Christmas. But I like to enjoy Christmas the way it was meant to be. Amen? Come to church on the 25th, guys. Come to church. Celebrate. You know, how many of you, you had your birthday? Imagine, I think you had your 21st birthday. And all the friends you invited didn't turn up. How would you feel? That 25th is the birth of Jesus. He invites you. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Lots of my friends got saved on Christmas Day. Do you know that? Christmas Day is the best day to share the salvation of Jesus Christ. Because Christmas, everybody celebrates. Amen? I've seen people who are not Christians celebrating Christmas. Christmas is best. But this morning, I want to journey. I want to prick your mind. I want to probe your heart. I want to just drop things into your mind and in your heart and probably do a mind shift for you on what Christmas should be. Amen? Just maybe, you're, maybe you had it already. Just for you to understand what is Christmas? What is the reality? What is the whole purpose of Christmas? Is it just for fun and celebration? What is it? Why do we have Christmas? Why do we celebrate Christmas? This morning, I wanted to see this verse for you. Huh? Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly light, who does not change like shifting shadows. God is bringing... Do you know Christmas is the time of giving? For God so loved the sinners of this world, that He gave us. God gave us. But you know, the sad thing, if you look at that verse, it never said that the gift is for Christians. He said, every good and perfect gift is come down for everybody, sinner and saint. In Christmas, we buy gifts. We give the one we love. Amen? And the one we love more, we give the most expensive one. Come on, be honest. You don't give your girlfriend a cheap gift. You finish it. That's the end of it all. Isn't that true? But we give a selected group. We give because we can get back. But this one says, on this Christmas, God unleashes. God just lets go of the greatest gift that humanity can find. For everyone. In, let me give you a, a little thought. Huh? On Christmas Day, if you see someone on the street, buy someone a meal. Don't buy for your friends. Buy for people you don't know. There are a lot of people out on the streets. Don't buy them a bottle of booze. Don't buy them a packet of cigarettes. Don't buy them a little shoot up. But buy something that you can give someone I don't know. 
but I gave that someone who I don't know that he may one day know the someone in me that made me give it to him. Amen? I do that. Huh? I always do that. I've worked on the streets for 28 years as a pastor. I reached out to people who don't know Jesus. And we gave them the most beautiful. He said, it comes from heaven, from the Father. That's Christmas. Christmas is about giving. I know the giving must be a recipient. Isn't that true? Otherwise, if you give, nobody receive. But the whole focus, the whole drive, the whole reason of Christmas is I want to give somebody something. Maybe a meal, maybe the love of Jesus, maybe a shoulder to lean on, maybe a word to encourage you. Just something that I can pour to your life. That's Christmas. Christmas is not about giving your credit card to the shopping center. Keep your credit card in your pocket. It's about giving something meaningful. Amen? That's Christmas. That's all about Christmas. Jesus saw humanity. He saw us walking in darkness. He saw us in sin. He saw that there's no hope. He saw that we were all going to hell. He released one gift. My life. I'll save you guys. If you saw somebody hungry, what would you give him? A prayer? A pat on the back? Or would you give him a meal? James says, if you see your brother sitting by the road in need, you go and pray, but you don't give him what he needs. You did nothing. Jesus saw the world needed to be saved. And he came to save. He didn't give us all the other presents. He said, I'll come and save you first. In the salvation, you inherit all the other gifts. Amen? The gift of peace, joy, laughter, fun, life. That's Christmas, friend. That is all about Christmas. This morning, I want to just take off three points that I feel need to be articulated and understood well on Christmas. Can I have the first one? For God so loved the world. In that context, God in a, listen, God in His heart of love gave His only Son. You know what was that? The first gift on Christmas was the gift of love. Love the world. Jesus gave love. We walk, you know, today we talk love. We articulate love. We write love letters. We write love songs. But the world is full of hatred. In all our modernization and technology and advancement, we have become so smart, but we have become filled with hatred, jealousy, envy. Where's the love of God? Where's that love? On that Christmas morning, love was born. Love came in the form of a little baby. Now, I love babies. I don't know about you. I was once a baby. Eh? Maybe you were not, but I was once a baby. I was not born this big, man. Though I was a big baby, but I love babies because in a baby, you see the fullness and the completeness of innocence. The baby don't know how to hate you. The baby has no jealousy. The baby has no envy, no competition. That baby came on that Christmas morning and showed the world what love is all about. It's to love Loving and giving of your best. You know, somebody said this, the real test of love, the real measure, listen to this statement, 
when you quote quote my name, ah, they say the measure of love is to love without measure. The measure of love is to love without measure. When you love somebody, you don't measure. Amen. You don't tell your girlfriend, I love you, but only up to $100 gift. Eh? Now, loving people has got no measure. God so loved the world that He went beyond the measure and gave His only Son. Wow. If you had only one and you loved that one, would you give it to your friend? Would you? You say, but you know, it's only one, man. I love you, but this is more important to me. Eh? But Jesus, the Father gave love beyond any measure. He said, take my son. Christmas is about love. When I talk about love, I'm not talking about Hollywood love. Eh? Please don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the Hollywood love under the blanket in the room. No, I'm talking of genuine giving love. A love that asks off nothing in return. They call it agape love. A love that asks nothing in return. He loved us. He gave us His Son. Some of us don't love God. Some of us lie to God. Some of us cheat God. Yet He loves you. Amen? Can you see that? A love that goes beyond measure. He loves you. You sin. You fall tomorrow. You lie day after tomorrow. You cheat. You do this. He still loves you. He loves you. His love is unconditional, not with conditions. Amen? What the world needs today is an injection of love. There's so much hatred within the community, within the nation, within families. We fight, divide, all because of material things. Love. love. Someone said love is the glue that will bring healing to the hurt. Love. I pray on Christmas morning when you wake up, the first thing you will say, Lord, teach me to love you, Lord. Two, teach me to love those around me. Three, teach me to love the unlovable. That's love. That's my reflections on Christmas morning and the season of Christmas. God, give me more love. For if you give me more, I can give more. For love is what the world is looking for. Love, you know, do you know human beings, those of you who study psychology, human behavioral sciences, let me teach you this. I'm a student of it. That in every human being, imputed in us two needs, the two greatest needs of humanity is this. Number one, to love. Number two, to be loved. That's the core of the human being. To love and to be loved. Can you imagine when you're not loved by your parents or your friends, how do you feel? Nobody loves me. Nobody's child. The two greatest things imputed mankind is one to love, the other to be loved. And God knew that humanity was walking without love. He said, I'll send the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Light. I'll send him to teach you love. Love one another, for I have loved you. Isn't that what the Bible says? Love one another as I have loved you. Love someone. This Christmas may be time to make up if you, you had issues with your parents, your family, your siblings, your spouse, whatever. It's a good time to make up because it's about love. 
love. Today, we love the thing. You know, God gave us things to use and people to love. Today, we use the people and we love the things. Also sad, eh? Love. Christmas is about love. Let's show the world what love is all about. Let's show the world that Jesus is love. Amen? The Bible says, for God is love. He who does not love does not have God. Love. Think about it. It's a four-letter word which carries a lot of weight. It's a four-letter word that has powerful implications. It's a four-letter word that is has high expectations in it. Love. Someone said love is a verb. Eh? You study English 101? Love is a verb. And every verb is a doing word. It has to have an action. Love by words is nothing. Love in action means everything. God loved the world. Yeah, He loved. But He said, I'll put it into action. I'll give you my one and only and precious gift, my son. Love. Christmas is about love, church. Love one another. Yeah, we may have differences. It's okay. We're all unique people. But don't let the differences divide. Today, the world is divided because of creed, color, race, social status, rich and the poor. Where's love? The love of God. Number two, maybe it's a good thing for you to ponder the true light that gives light to everyone was coming. This is it. God not only gave love, but He brought light into the world. Light. L-I-G-H-T. The world was dark. The world needed light. He said, My word is a lamp unto your feet. I have become the light to lead you in the darkness of this world. Amen? Light. That's why we have Christmas tree, twinkling lights. The whole idea comes from this. They decorate the streets. But they have it wrong. They put all the lights, but we are walking dark. We are the living lights. Amen? We are the light of the world. Jesus brought light. He was the world. And through the world was made to Him. The world did not. He was the light. And if Jesus is in you and me, then we are lights. Amen? We are, you know, there, somebody said there are different kinds of light. Flickering lights. Sometimes on, sometimes on. Tick, tuck, tick, tuck, tick. And then some light slowly gone dim. But Jesus came into the world to bring a bright light. A light that can be seen far down the road. Light. Christmas is about lights, friend. Are you lighted up that somebody can see Jesus in you? Say, man, this guy is genuine. This guy's got love. This guy's brought light into my life. On Tuesday, every Tuesday, maybe two Tuesdays a month, I go to an aged care center. People there are in their 90s, alone, preparing for their final journey back home. And they sit in their nursing home and the world does not know them. Or the world doesn't want to know them. The world is so caught up in its activities that they've forgotten these people. And every time I go there is to encourage them, build them, and teach them. And they always say this, what a great day you have come. You have brought light into our hope. Meaning, I'm not shining bright. Meaning that we were all sitting in negativity 
in just wondering if people care, people really know us, and you come and you bring a message that lightens up our life, brings hope. Light is hope. Hope. Amen? Bring hope to your friends, your family members, your mom, your dad. I hope you love your parents. The day I got saved, I reached out to my parents. I love them. I wouldn't want to be in heaven and my dad and mom in hell. I brought hope to them. I brought the light to them. I brought this revelation to them and showed them Jesus loves you. And on Christmas Day, that's a beautiful time to do it. Instead of getting drunk, get drunk in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Don't get drunk in the wrong spirit. Huh? Bring light. Your family needs light. Your friends. Some of you are graduating and going back. You never meet that friend again. You never cross paths again. Maybe leave the light with them. Leave a hope. Graduating time is beautiful. Eh? You think you finished. No, man. Let me tell you. The worst part is coming to get a job. Isn't that true? Now you think you got a paper. Let me tell you that paper has got no value out there. Eh? You know what they look for? Experience. I come from a law background. I know what it is. You come up with a paper, you think you know the whole lot of law. They take that paper and they flush it down and you sit down. And then you learn the hard way. That's the hardest one. To learn from the bottom. Humility. Sometimes when we graduate, some, especially Asians, double degree. So what? What's so big about double degree? It just tells me you don't know what you want to study, you choose two, one shot. Because the Bible said, choose one, you choose two. David said, Psalm 27, verse 4, one thing I ask, you ask for two. So, any, mini, minor, more. If this one can't get, I get this one. That's why you do double degree. But if you look at it carefully, look at it carefully. Whatever God has given you, He's given you with this intent that you can be a light, you can be an encouragement, you can be an influence to people around you. Isn't that good? Isn't that wonderful? Jesus made me a light. I love to be the light. I don't like, how many of you like darkness? Huh? We all don't want darkness because darkness is very creepy. Huh? You can feel, you can see, you can hear, you can think all kinds of nonsense you think. Huh? Then when you put the lights on, hey, everything's okay. But yet, kids like to go to nightclub. I wish they had day clubs. Huh? With the lights. We came on from darkness and we gravitate back to darkness. We are the light of the world. Jesus says we are the light of the world. He who lights a lamp never hides it. He puts it up on a hill that everyone can see. You are light. Christmas, be a light. There are a lot of people out there lost, friend. Do you know, friend, this morning you woke up. Thank God. People who were planning to wake up this morning died last night. Their light went off that way. Whether they're gone to heaven or to hell, God only knows. But if you have been a light to somebody's life, and if his life just ended, you know he's gone to heaven. Be the light of this world. Besides being a recipient of the love of God, reciprocate that love by being light to someone. Amen? Light up somebody's life. God didn't want us to be in darkness. Number three, besides love and light, John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief comes to only to steal and kill. And I have come that what? That you may have life. Love came from the heart of the Father that we may be light, that we may receive 
eternal life. Amen? Let me tell you, now I want to major on this. There's a difference between life and lifestyle. Life, you don't choose. Life is a gift from God. Amen? Lifestyle is something you cultivate, you mature into, and you develop. The sad thing is, if I am a Christian, then out of a Christian life must come a Christian lifestyle. Isn't that true? You cannot be a Christian and live a secular worldly lifestyle. That means there's something gone wrong in your mixture. If you're a Christian, then your lifestyle must be an overflow of the life He gave you, abundant life. I see a lot of Christians who are Christians, but the way they live, you wonder where they come from, which planet. Because God gave us abundant life to live life not extravagantly, but to live life in the fulfillment of what God has for us. Amen? Lifestyle. He came to give us life, abundant life. Wow. You know, I always quote this statement. You have wealth, you cannot buy your health. But if you got health, you can take care of your wealth. Amen? If you're healthy, you can earn money, you can work. But if you're sick, what good is all the wealth that you have? God didn't give us wealth in there. He gave us health. The, the wealth He gave us is the wealth of a healthy life. Amen? Abundant life. Can you just go to hospital this morning and on Christmas Day and you see people who are sick and they wish to get up and celebrate like you, but they're sick. How they wish. If their health was better, they can join you. And you have health and you want to kill your health. You live life that wants to destroy you. He came to give us life. Wow. Are you alive this morning? Guys, are you alive? I hope none of you are gone, but I hope still alive. Every day, I wake up in the morning, I say the first thing, Lord, thank you. Thank you for life. That I can breathe, I can see, I can hear, I can speak, I can touch, I can grasp and enjoy all that you have for me today. Life. Christmas is about life, man. Not lively music, but life. Amen? Celebrate life. Some of you know my wife is fighting cancer. The battle is very harsh. Cancer is a killer, number one killer. When you have cancer, you die of cancer. There's no recovery, but they go into a recession. And she fights, but the beauty of it is every day we thank God for one day of life. Life. Some of you may not have cancer, but you have worse than cancer called sin. And sin wants to destroy your life. Sin wants to cripple you that you cannot enjoy life and miss out on life. Enjoy. Hey, man, you are young. Take care of your life. Take care of your life. Life is so precious. You can have a double degree. You can have a master's. You can have, you can have what, a PhD, a permanent head damage degree. It doesn't matter. If you don't have life, it's of no use. You know, somebody said BA is bad attitude. Huh? If you have a BA, you've got bad attitude in life. Huh? But you can have all the degrees. But if you don't have L-I-F-E, all of that equals nothing. Life. Amen? Are you happy to have life? I'm happy, friend. I'm happy. 
life. That's what Jesus is coming on Christmas Day, bringing the great gift of life. Not only simple, mediocre, mundane life, but life in its fullness. Wow, I love life. I love every morning I wake up, I love. I don't want to see myself in a box. Maybe the day will come. But I like to be out of the box and enjoy life. The whole Christian message on Christmas, it's about bringing life, quality life, back to the humanity. Do you know, today life has become so cheap. If you look at the news every day, people kill, people murder, people do horrendous things with one another. Life has lost its value. Life. Jesus gave His life for your life. Amen? He exchanged, they call that the greatest exchange of history. When God the Son exchanged His life for your life. He said, I give my life so that you may have life. The exchange. I have life. I thank God for life. Of all of Christianities, whatever people say about Christianity, I tell you, nobody, no other religion, no other doctrine tells you this. My God came to give me life. Amen. I love life. I love living. Eh? I can do a lot of things. I can travel. I can eat. I can talk. I can play games. Life. Jesus gave life. Enjoy that life. Live it. But live it within the context of God's love. Amen? God loves you, friend. You know, let me tell you, our God is an awesome God. He doesn't walk around with a cane. When you're wrong, He whacks you. He doesn't. He, he allows you to do anything that you want to do. Because someday, you will have to answer for it. But live life. Enjoy life. Don't do drugs. I've seen many young people lose their life because of OD of drugs, who drive while under the influence of drugs and alcohol and die a horrific death on the road. In 28 years, I picked up many kids with a needle stuck in their hand and OD. And you look at them, 20 years old, much of a life wasted. They may have died of a drug called heroin, morphine, or speed. Some of us are dying of a life called this drug, sin. Sin is killing your life. Don't let sin kill your life, church. Amen? Let's enjoy Christmas. Be excited on Christmas. Say, wake up in that morning, Christmas, and say, Lord, thank you. You came to give me life and I want to live life and I'm going to live it for the fullness of you. I will live life that brings you joy. Joy. Now that you're finished with your studies, have a life, man. You know, Asian kids got this problem. Huh? I'm not, I'm not anti-Asian. My dad's German, mom's Portuguese, but I'm born in Singapore and I'm Asian. I don't know how, but I claim. But I tell you, Asian kids have this. They like to rush their studies last minute. And then but And I say, Pastor, I got no life. I can't come to church. Why? I have to study. All the months ahead, what were you doing? Enjoying life. Then last minute, what rushing? But still they come out tops. Huh? Amazing. I, can't, I just can't understand. Huh? When I studied, I studied long. And I said, some of the kids I've seen in my church, I said, you can get top student. You've been playing all the time with a computer. Maybe they got a special brain. I don't know. Eh? I wish I had one. But you know, life is about balance. Amen? Balance. Don't overload one. You know, you put too much on one, your brain can snap. There's a high percentage of overloading in the mind by a lot of young people. They go through what they call depression, anxiety, panic attacks, 
But if you take your time, you balance your life. Don't eat too much, you become too fat. Eat balance only. Eh? Don't sleep too much, you become sleeping beauty. Just get up, do some work. Kids need to realize, you need to have a balanced life. That's what he can. Have a good life, man. I'm 69 this year and I thank God for the 69 years of life. I pray every day, God, if you want me to be 199, I'll still be there with you. Because I love life. I enjoy life. I'll never exchange it for anything. I love the life God gave me. Amen, guys? Love your life. Live that life. Bring love to the community that you live. Be the light to the places that God sent you wherever you go. Because that's the whole message of Christmas. My God is love. Amen? Love you guys. I always come back here. But I always like to bring a stern warning. We are taking life too lightly. Life is precious. You know, when my wife was on cancer in the ward and almost died, and I look at the cancer patients, and I thought for a moment as I sat down with 67 patients, and I looked, some passed away, some had gone. My wife was fighting, and I sat there, and first thing came to my mind, God, I prayed for this. I didn't pray for healing. I prayed, Lord, you prolong her life. Healing is a component. Life is the product. I said, Lord, give my wife an extended life. She's got kids. She's got a husband. We need her. We'll, but life is the gift. Amen? And God is the giver of life. Hallelujah. Let's pray, guys. Just bow your heads. Christmas is a beautiful time when you're going to meet and see the love of God manifested in lives. Father God, our hearts are reminded. We are brought back to the remembrance, Lord, on that night 2,000 years ago, Lord, when Jesus was born. When the whole humanity, the whole universe was going to receive the gift from the Father, the gift of love, the gift of light. And the gift of an abundant life. And may our hearts be warm. And may our minds be reminded. May our spirits be encouraged, Lord, that that same night is still with us, Lord. The night when Jesus was born. I pray for my brothers and sisters, Lord. May they understand the gift of Christmas. May they love Christmas, Lord, because Christmas belongs to you. You are the Christmas, Lord. You are the Christmas light in our heart. You are the Christmas love, the gift to us. You are the Christmas life that you live in us, that we may enjoy that life. I pray you bless this church. As we walk out this church, may we be bearers and carriers of the love of Christmas for the world to see, Lord. Thank you for this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name, I would pray. And everybody say, Amen. Hallelujah.